0: All right, welcome back. We have another episode of Never Outworked. This is our podcast where we feature all kinds of industry professionals, uh, not just real estate, any kind of uh, industry that I would say you're never gonna be outworked in, uh, somebody that works hard, that proves themselves uh, to get to the top of the list. Um, My name is Thano, I am your host, uh, and today we are joined by Bill Riggs of MJW Mortgage. Um, He is a, uh, uh, I'd say, seasoned veteran now um, you know we spent about the same amount of time in the business um, he uh, left corporate america just like i did and uh, you know we're about the same age kids at home um, you know like life changes is happening you know it's like okay i'm getting into my later 30s now i'm i'm 40 it's like do i really want to make a career change it's a big big jump to make but uh COVID hit we both made that jump um, and uh, we're here today uh, when a lot of our industry is thinning out. Mm-hmm. Um, so it says something to me that, you know, seeing what you've been able to do, I know that uh, just like real estate, the, uh, the mortgage business was infiltrated with everybody and anybody who thought they could make a quick buck when, yeah. you know, homes were selling like hotcakes and way over asking. Um, and then we get to, you know, where we're at today. So... Uh, Bill, if you can, just you know, give us a few minutes about your background, uh, who you are, and you know what made you jump into the mortgage business.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Um Seen the show a lot. Long-time listener, first time <laughs> caller. So, Love it. Um, no, my my background, like you said, is we we both started in a similar uh, similar time. Um, I had been in education for about ten years. I I was a teacher uh, for five years in a middle school, and then. I transitioned to an assistant principal uh, in the same district and so I, I have a, a past of teaching and it's something that translates really well. When I think about um, going from education to the mortgage industry uh, and real estate in general, the, the biggest thing that you, that you are as a teacher is your, um, everything is about um, serving others and ensuring that everybody around you is um, advancing, you know, whether they're children or adults, whatever it may be. Uh, So when I got into administration, my biggest thing was um, being a servant leader. So transitioning that to the world of of mortgages is I didn't really miss a beat, I don't feel like. Everything's still translated. You have to be organized. Um, The majority of it is customer service similar to that as an agent, you know, you deal with that and um, actually recently my, my mantra has become uh, unreasonable hospitality. <laughs> um, I love that. Just attempting to be the absolute best at serving uh, the people that I'm working with. And if you do that, you're going to continue to, um, you know, when you, when you serve one client well, word travels, and, and you continue to ho- uphold that reputation and, um, and really, really strive to just continue to be better and better uh, every day. So yeah, the last two years have been, um, I've learned a lot. It was a steep learning curve. We, mm-hmm. we transitioned. I had a, a short runway of refinances yeah. that kind of allowed me to get my feet wet um, and build relationships uh, along the way until we did switch to a purchase market, but like you were saying, Last year, um, you know, we, we did see that crazy market, and um, and and I know we're going to talk a little bit more about that. But yeah. but that's me. I'm I'm i from Indianapolis. Live in Zionsville now, uh, so I haven't moved too far away.
0: But um, so the Indy market's yeah. your home. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. grew up around here. You know, yep. you know the yep. ins and outs of the city. Yep. Um, which is important. You know, it's it's yep. important when you know somebody who's from Indy. Or somebody who's coming to Indian is not from Indy has somebody that can say, "Hey, you know, we're looking at homes out in uh, Eagle Creek. yeah uh, Where would you recommend going? Grabbing a bite to eat? It's like, oh, Rick's Boatyard. Right? Like, great place. You want to go out and see the see the reservoir, get some good food. Yep. You know, great atmosphere. Or if you're going downtown, again, just be able to have those recommendations, right. things like that. Like I said, that unreasonable hospitality mindset yeah. is to go beyond what I'm just not here to service your loan." Yeah. and get you approved and get you financed and get you into the home. I'm here to be that, that friend yeah. you know, along the way, to, yeah. to be that trusted person. One
1: yeah. uh, well, of the interesting thing is it goes even to, actually, good story. Last month, at the end of the year, or I guess beginning of transitioning somebody's escrow account, you know, homeowners insurance transitioning, it had been paid out twice, they had a shortage, all this stuff, we closed in. January of 21 mm-hmm. so here I'm two years later. We took care of all of it We still talk regularly, so it really doesn't it doesn't stop at the closing
0: table Correct, and that's why I tell anybody I work with is like if my job were to stop at the closing table right. Like I'm, I'm doing a disservice. Like, yeah This is our industry like yeah. we need to be in touch with them so that if they have a question yeah it's like hey, we're we're the first first line of defense like yeah. they shouldn't have to figure out who to talk to or who yeah. not to talk to right. again title company yeah. does this let yeah. me call them and figure that right. out the
1: servicer does this whatever yeah. it may be cuz again
0: they don't know the lingo yeah. they don't know yeah. the industry some yeah. do but right. for the most part I know before I I mean before I got into real estate you know just Construction, whatever. Like, I didn't yeah. know. I couldn't have told, told you what an interest rate was, right. or you know who my loan officer was. And right. like, I had no idea. I was like, yeah, no idea what any of that meant. What an escrow meant. Like again, right? You know, it, so it's important for us to make that you know effort mm-hmm. to you know, bridge that gap. Yeah, so uh, I, will, I am going to say like I had a working title for this this episode, but I'm changing it <laughs> to unreasonable hospitality. <laughs> so I like I it. it. I love it. I love it. I'm going to use that. Good. Um, so 2021 crazy year i know for me best year i've had financially helping people out i mean you name it it was probably one of the best years yeah um we get to the beginning of 2022 fed says hey we have to do something to combat what's going on yeah um and we kind of knew something like that was going to come with interest rates what have you um Talk a little bit about what you saw from the lending yeah. side, from the, from the whole mortgage side. Right. What happened back in like May, June last year? Yeah. So
1: I guess in um, 21, the Fed did, you know, we we're on the tail end of that refi boom in 2020. Yeah. So looking back, what we know now, the Fed should have been a lot more aggressive in 21. Yeah. So now they're scrambling a little bit. We get to the beginning of 22. Um, rates had, had, we enjoyed rates in the very low threes all the way through 22, 21. Um, February 22 hits, and we see um, the first rate hike of what we thought was going to be a series of four rate hikes. <laughs> throughout the entire year and that was it maybe little did we know may, yeah, <laughs> maybe a total of and we were told maybe
0: three 25 to 50 basis point so real increases. quick yeah explain to the listeners what is when you yeah. say, I know what you say by sure what you mean by basis points because we all yeah. talk about that to the average listener what what would that equate to sure like uh,
1: 50 basis points would equate to a half of a percentage point. Perfect. Thanks. So they are, are raising the rate on what, on the, on, they're raising the rate in which banks can trade between each other. Yeah. And so it is not a direct correlation to what the interest rate will be for the consumer, but it does have a, a major impact on what yeah. mortgage rates will be. Um, that all blends into what inflation is, yeah. cost of goods, et cetera, et cetera and so it does have a very big impact Um, and the first people that see it are the banks they're the one that that are lending the money to everybody so um so it does have a significant impact so we did see that uh february march we saw rates jump i i remember thinking back by the time we got to march or april we were close to a four, mm-hmm. and I just remember the conversations. Like <laughs> People were losing their minds, yeah. and, and rightfully so, because it didn't make sense, and, yeah. and everything was in a, the vacuum of, of comparison. Yeah. And so we weren't thinking. It was our job, again, to go back and say, we're the front line. We need to get some perspective on this, because yeah. uh, when you're comparing a four to a three, it sounds crazy, yeah. but when you consider the grand scheme of things, what rates have been over the last 30, 40 years, yeah. it puts it into a little perspective. But nevertheless, it did set us on a path of um, somewhat frantic buying. Yeah. If you look at it, um, not only were we seeing demand increase at an outrageous rate, um, supply was not able to keep up. So uh, I think back to that last summer, spring and summer, um, all of a sudden we were experiencing appraisal gap yep. coverage. We were seeing escalation clauses were not as big of a deal. They were, but it was more like, I know my house is going to appraise less <laughs> than what you're buying it for, so you yeah. need gap coverage. Yep. Um, and then, you know, just bridge loans really yeah. came into play because he couldn't be contingent anymore. Yeah. Uh, so did a lot of bridge loans um, and, you know, just the, the lack of uh, time that you had to really ponder the biggest purchase
0: of your life. Hey, everybody. This is Thano, your host here at Never Outworked. Just want to say thank you to all those who have already subscribed. If you have not, this is your quick reminder to hit that subscribe button to stay tuned in to any future podcasts we put out. A quick thank you goes out to, again, Bill Riggs from MJW Mortgage, who has been a valued asset in my business here in real estate and working with all of my clients. So with that, let's get back to the podcast.
1: And we saw the, a lack of time that you had to make a decision on the biggest purchases of your life. Yeah. Um, and so everything just happened very quickly. If, if pre-approvals weren't already an extremely important thing, which they were, yeah. um, it became an even bigger deal. Uh, and you know, along with the lack of time, it's, it's hard for the everyday consumer to understand that, hey, you really do need to plan ahead in some cases it just wasn't possible. So it yeah. led to a lot of uh, one hour pre approval so. <laughs> no, I
0: get it. and like I mean the one example that came to mind for me was I had a listing out in Zionsville. Yeah. Um, a large listing. It was at I think before we sold it it was in the like one point six range and yeah. um, got a call from an interested buyer. We looked at the house probably three, four times. Um, he was he banked with another institution they're come to find out their jumbo loan couldn't go big enough so you know we are able to get them connected with you guys and you know granted we weren't under multiple offers the house was in a different bracket of that type of a yeah. world but you know being able to jump in at the moment's notice yeah. and then get in there and, and have that uh, ability to provide the right program for that buyer was was huge for for me. Yeah, and you know I know it worked out well for both of us. Got the deal done. Yeah, and uh, I mean, I think today my biggest one yet. So yes. uh, very, uh, <laughs> very Good, nice. great job. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and they, and they right. still to this day like you know I asked them hey you know how's everything going? And they're just very happy. they were, I know right after the sale he was just like yeah I'm so glad you guys were able to step in and help us and yeah. you know get that done because you know. That would have been if I didn't have a solution. Yeah, that buyer would have just been nope. It's not meant to be.
1: Yeah. So and you bring up that's a yeah. really good point you bring up is the longer you work in this industry, the more you realize that you have to lean on other people. On um, you know, the more people you know, the better. Yeah. Um, and from our our side, so that we can come up with solutions. Yeah. Hey, we've got to figure something out really fast. Call call them like, what are we gonna do? Um, let's call the title company too. <laughs> let's get everybody also, on the phone. Who else can we call? I mean, it's again,
0: like I know we had a, a situation where we had like three or four contingencies on one of our deals, yes. and Daniel, uh, who was leading the charge for our buyer, was only the second domino. Like there were still two more to fall after that. And it was about to fall apart. So he literally got on the phone with every realtor that was involved on every deal with these four contingencies. And if he wouldn't have done that, like, again, it's just another step to that. Like, you have to be, you know, everybody has to be communicating together. Like, it's yeah. we're in a relationship business. If we don't have the ability to get on the phone or, and work with our counterparts from lending to real estate to title to inspections to this to that, like, everybody has to be willing to be, Yeah together. Yeah. So. It's funny because that does
1: make me think about the title of your podcast, Never Outworked, is it's, sometimes it's not. The people who stand out in our industry are the ones that just pick up the phone
0: yeah.
1: and do it. <laughs> yeah. uh, the people that fall off are the ones that say, well, uh, buyer, uh, it's something, if you figure that out, yeah. Let me know. Let me know. <laughs> um, but that's just not... It's not the white glove service that no. we're going for. No, no that's no. not the out, uh, never outworked mindset. It's it has to be. I'll call you back. I'm gonna figure this out. Yeah, and then you do pick up the phone and you make you make the tough phone calls. Yeah,
0: um, I had know, to I had to do that this week. Bad yeah. news. Bad news <laughs>
1: doesn't age well. No, it doesn't. <laughs> or, it doesn't. But
0: if you've yeah. got that established relationship, like I had a client that, you know, something wasn't disclosed. Yep. Um, when we were the buyer, we are the buyers yeah. and there was a fee attached to it and you know, the, the listing side, they weren't budging, you know, yeah, it is what it is. And thankfully I had enough rapport with the buyer. We got a really good deal. You know, yeah. I worked really hard to make sure they were taken care of The The buyer's like, eh, that's okay. It's, yeah. if, if that's all it is, we're fine. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's again, when you have, when you have the ability to pick up the phone, yeah. 'Cause nobody wants to have a bad phone call. No. You know, nobody wants. honestly in this industry, nobody really wants to pick up the phone anymore anyway. At all. And we, we were just talking about, I think we have to go back to cold calling. Yeah. You know, it's like, <laughs> like yeah. uh, and some some agents are like, what's that? Yeah. Like they've never had to do that. Like <laughs> and it's like that's what's gonna thin the herd, unfortunately. Yeah. But um yeah. Anyways, so it's now February it's almost March. Uh, by the time this comes out, it'll yeah. be March. Um, yeah. Spring season's about to hit us in the industry. Yeah. Um, what if, if, if a buyer, first-time home buyer, season buyer, anything, any buyer yeah. comes to your table yep. and says, what advice would you have for me yeah. to make sure I'm properly ready and ready to go? What should I expect?
1: Yeah, and, and so as we continued and closed out 22, we saw the biggest increase in rates ever in terms of just from where we were to where we ended up. Um, it ended at, at a very high uh, rate. You know, We got uh, over, well over seven um, and, and then we pulled back a little bit. And so what we're seeing right now, there are a couple different um, answers to that question. One, um, I always like to educate a little bit on where the economy is, why the economy is where it is. Um, the Fed's continuing to be aggressive inflation. They've given us no indication that they're gonna um, pull back on that fight mm-hmm. until they see what they want to see. Yeah. And so, you know, it was, it was. It's funny. We really have been on a roller coaster of rates, and it's hasn't. We haven't really dipped into the fives without points. Yeah. Um, but we were almost there without points, and then we're back up. A bit. And the thing that I I always like to share with friends I don't want you to have sticker shock. I want you to be expect you know I want you to be able to expect. I'm gonna overestimate. We're gonna talk about what the rate could be. We're gonna talk about what we hope it will. um but. The thing that we can look forward to is that there's going to be a refinance opportunity yeah. within the next 12 to 18 months, uh, no question about it. If the Fed continues on their, um, on their path, we are going to see inflation get under control. Um, but more importantly, too, is there are different ways that your agent and your lender can work together, mm-hmm. uh, depending on the property. Yeah. You know, you can ask for different things as the buyer. You can um, ask for seller credit. You can look at um, temporary buy downs. You can look at... Is it an overall good experience? We can offer a combination of the two, um, and hopefully we, we get you the best rate. But sometimes it's not just about the rate; yeah. it's working with an agent to to ensure that we're gonna get you in the house. Yeah. Um, because what we do know is property values are not going to decrease no. uh, until <laughs> we see inventory and supply at a higher um, at a higher clip. We're not we're not technically going to be no, flipped I mean, into a
0: buyer's market No, I you mean know. it's I was for the buyer that's closing tomorrow um, it was in Fisher's but it's it still I mean it's we were in multiple offer situation yeah for the last oh. three yes and that was through January and February right and it's like and we're in you know this we're not even into the busy market yeah so I mean if things are priced right and there's again yeah. I think I saw for January there's only 2.2 months yeah. Of inventory.
1: Yeah.
0: And I think yeah, you know, if it was me, if it was my advice, I'd say, you know, we're in a better market when there's at least six months of inventory. Yeah. You know, that's where it's like, okay, it's more of a level playing field. Yeah. But, you know, and again, we've we've been between .8 and I think two ish yeah. for the past almost two years. Yeah. And it's not gonna in my opinion it's it's not gonna improve right. until more inventory comes on. Builders
1: on can't build quick enough. No. No. Um The crazy incentives they're offering, are they're kind of pulling back on those of I've heard from some reps that yeah. it's its something they just can't offer forever. They yeah. can't say we're going to give you a 499 <laughs> with $15,000 in seller credit. Yeah. It doesn't last very long. If it no. sounds too good to be true, it is. It usually is yeah. um, but, you know, back to the original question is get pre-approved, have a discussion with the lender about... What could I be dealing with in terms of a payment for the next six to 12 months? Uh, what's it gonna look like when I do refi? Yeah. Roughly, rough estimate of where could I be if we do see rates drop yeah. um, into a, maybe a five and a half or a five? Talk about all those things. Uh, figure out what your, your plan is going forward in terms of a household, is your family, um, and what you can expect Coming out of your, um, you know, coming out of your pocket for a mortgage, yeah. and uh, and then just kind of get comfortable with that, and then once you figure that out, don't let that be the only thing you think about. Exactly. Go enjoy. Go enjoy shopping for a home. Yeah. Go find something that you know that you're going to make memories at, and you're going to enjoy with your family. So, that that's the answer to what should you expect and what should you plan for is make sure you sit down with a lender ahead of time. Um, it's never too early
0: to get pre-approved. So, Perfect. Yeah. Um, so, Bill Riggs, yeah. MJW Mortgage. How can pe- where can people find you? How can yeah. people contact you? What's the best way? Sure. Um, look me up on Facebook.
1: Um, look us up on mjwmortgage.com. Um, we're right here at Keystone of the Crossing. We are a local uh, retail lender. We're not a brokerage, Um, and what that kind of means is um, we do play by Fannie and Freddie rules. Uh, We do have a lot of portfolio products that we can offer, a lot of non-QM. So, um, yeah, look us up on our website. Look me up on social media.
0: Hey, everybody, that's the end of this episode of Never Outworked. Thanks again to Bill Riggs of MJW. Um, you'll see the links uh, in our description below on how to contact Bill. <laughs> our microphone was going out right there at the end, had some problems. So I am going to have all of his contact information included in this podcast. Um, next podcast, we are going to be sitting down with a couple of people coming up. Um, we're going to be sitting down with a landscaper, we're going to be sitting down with a young and investor who's under 30, has multiple rental properties already, is a new real estate agent and just killing it in this real estate game. Um, Honestly, a little jealous. Wish I got started at that age. Uh, My trajectory would have been a little bit different. Uh, but nonetheless, still happy where I'm at, but, uh, we'll get a little bit into that. We are going to sit down with a, uh, photographer. Uh, let's see here, a home inspector. We got a whole bunch of people lined up, uh, as we get into the spring market. Um, so stay tuned. And again, if you have not subscribed, click that subscribe button. Uh, and we will see you next time on never outworked.